0: Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. It's a quad pod today, Matt. Yeah, uh, we got a we got a four boxer going here. Um, yeah, just
1: careful how you describe it. You know, so <laughs> far, so far, okay. We keep, well, keep going.
0: well, I have a lot of quad one wins that I want to talk about here today. So, um, yes. so it's a tournament show, and anytime there's a tournament show, that means that the one and only the man himself at living the dream dave pilcher is going to make an appearance
2: david welcome back to the show hey i'm i am happy to be back the once a year invite man doesn't get much better than that well i mean we Uh, do invite you for football ones too i will say that i i try to listen to you guys a lot but just over the last month plus i i just haven't and uh you can probably put two and two together but hey it's good to be back i can't wait to listen to this episode um and see what you guys are up to See, I see what you did there.
0: See what he's, what the shade he's throwing at us is that we don't record. That's, that. that's where he's going with that. Oh, I haven't listened to you guys much over the month, last month. Well, that's, that's because we don't record. Yeah. So when we don't record, it's hard to listen to. Yeah. So anyway. nothing really
1: no, to do with football, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, got a great friend of the show. Um, slightly less crazy, slightly less famous. Then uh then our great friend of the show, Crazy Ray, we've got Joe Olberg here with us. Joe, welcome to the show, man. Thanks
3: for the invite. I'm bet, excited man. to uh to join the pod today.
0: Man, we're we're happy to have you here. Uh how's Raymond? Is he uh is he is he upset that uh you're on and he's not?
3: I don't believe he's aware. <laughs> I think uh, he's actually vacationing down in Branson right now, so
0: Oh my gosh, the ladies of Branson are in for a treat this week, aren't they? Look out. Look out. <laughs> uh well, so a few weeks ago, Dave had himself a nice birthday party, as he always does, towards the end of February. And uh Dave, Joe, and I got to talking about who is the best movie coach ever. So with the with March upon us, we figured there's only really one way to solve this, and that's just have a tournament about it. So what we've done here,
1: good old fashioned bracket, good
0: old fashioned bracket. You know, I mean, you just, you just tournament style it and you know, I mean, it's the fairest way, um, you know, random seedings, you know, that type of stuff. I I don't think you can really make a number one overall seed, but I'm pretty sure that I have it if we did. Um, so why don't I just reveal the brackets right here? So our first quadrant is called the ballers. Okay, and that's going to consist of Norman Dale, Gene Hackman and Hoosiers, Ken Carter, Coach Carter, Sam himself, Samuel L. Jackson, Pete Bell of Blue Chips fame, Bobby Finstock from Team Wolf, (laughs) Chubbs Peterson from Happy Gilmore, Romeo Pozar from Ten Cup, Cheech Marin, uh, Harry Hodge, Days of Thunder, and uh, Phil Weston from kicking and screaming, Will Farrell, my guy there. <laughs> uh the next bracket that we have is the fighter. So we've got some uh some combat sports here. Uh Frankie Dunn, Clint Eastwood and million dollar baby. Dwayne Taylor, uh Green Mile himself, his last uh his last movie in The Challenger. Patches O'Hulahan from uh, Dodgeball fame. Mr. Miyagi, we all know and love him. That's the man from Karate Kid. And then we've got like a little, like a sub quad. We've got the, we've got the Rocky Balboa family.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So we got Mickey versus Duke and then we've got Apollo versus Rocky. Wow. As far as like, now these are not, you know, Apollo, when Apollo and Rocky are squaring off, we're not talking about who's the best in the ring. We're talking about who's the best trainer, who's the best coach.
1: Key right, distinction. So the the tournament committee really went all out on that one. You can see it's one of those like they put KU and MU together type yeah. deals. They're like, yeah, that's a fun one there, Rocky. Rocky, love that.
0: So the bottom half of our bracket. So there's, a, there's the top half. The bottom half is going to consist of, let's see, we've got a leaders. A yeah. leaders, and that is going to be Coach Eric Taylor coming in as a one seed from Friday Night Lights, <laughs> my guy, Coach Eric Taylor. Taken on our female representative Molly McGrath from Wildcats. Sam yes. Winters of the program and straight Ed Straight Arrow Genero from Necessary Roughness.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Tony Damato. Any given Sunday, be taken on Coach Klein from the Waterboy. Harry Winkler, our guy, big Chiefs fan. Hayden Fox from Coach and Herman Boone. Remember the Titans. My wife's favorite. The, uh, her, her number one seed. And then we've got our, we've got our lovables, right? We got the drunks, down here. <laughs> All right? We got our dudes that are just, they're fantastic. Mo- and most of these guys are are baseball guys. So we did try to just <laughs> kind of get it into baseball, football, you know, basketball and, you know, tried to, try to, try to, to, you know, make them make the brackets like that. So, uh, Jimmy Dugan of a league of their own classic drunk, um, George Knox, Angels in the Outfield. Gordon Bombay, Mighty Ducks, you know, gets himself a DUI, and all of a sudden he's got to go teach some uh, young kids how to play hockey. That seems like fair and reasonable punishment. Uh, Irv Blitzer, I don't know how Irv Irv was as far as a drunk. I don't remember that, but I'm sure we'll get an update there. Uh, The greatest drunk of them all, Morris Buttermaker. Bad News Bears. um, Joe Riggins from... Bull Durham, Pop Fisher from the Natural, and Lou Brown from Major League round out our thirty-two coaches, gentlemen. Any major omissions that you would like to discuss? Because anytime there's a tournament, there's always somebody that gets left out. You guys got anything on that before we move on?
2: I I will say, you know, just uh, two comments. Um, one, I like how this was discussion at the birthday party, and now I know why. I have a lot of no-call, no-shows at the birthday party. When it's that wild, but the conversations are around <laughs> coaches, no wonder,
1: no wonder I can't get Matt to come. Oh, uh, geez. That it, sounds it, it, amazing. It, like yeah. you need to, if I would have known, that's actually exactly how I would how have been there. I mean, that, darn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's funny. That's funny. not only,
0: fun. sh- only shows up for the ones where we don't have shirts on. He only shows up for the summer parties.
1: Smart.
2: I, he,
0: yeah, he's not showing smart. up. He's not showing up when we're fully clothed.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you talk about brackets without a shirt on, I mean that may be <laughs> the, really the the best party I can think of. So if we can really set that up, that that's what's up.
0: Yeah, we'll get we'll get that going. What else you got, Dave? Any oh, just, any missions?
2: No, no. What a what a great field. You know, yeah. I mean, it's a strong uh, field. Yeah, I think the play in tournament to to even get into this was was challenging i mean you're talking about we talked about this for two hours i think our you know all our wives were just like man Ah. what a blast i can't wait till next year
0: Uh, it's the greatest party ever
2: it was it was all
0: right well shall we uh shall we kick off the festivities let's do it. it all right i believe that i am up with the ballers so my first matchup coach normandale of hoosiers versus coach ken carter from uh coach carter look i love samuel L. jackson as much as the next guy but i mean when you get into a, a, a tournament like this and you're talking about who is the greatest movie coaches that that's ever been out there you don't get real far down the list without normandale coming up so Coach Carter, super uh, motivational guy. Took some quotes here. Um, And and actually, I want to use a quote from Coach Carter to motivate you guys for this podcast. And I think we all remember when he said, Gentlemen, you told me you deserve to be here. Well, you're not playing like it. (laughs) So, (laughs) appreciate Coach Carter for coming, but uh, we're moving Coach Normandale on to the next round. Wow. my next matchup was Pete Bell versus Bobby Finstock and um you know i mean again bobby finstock i mean when you talk about greatest coaches um you know through the ups and downs of a season coach finstock was always there to help help his players and by help his players i mean not really like when you think of you know some hands off coaches um i mean i just want to i just want to leave you with some Coach Stock wisdom.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, there's a, a scene where he's talking to uh, Michael J. Fox, Scotty, and he says, "Look, Scotty, I know what you're going through. A couple of years back, kid came to me much the same way you're coming to me now, saying the same thing you're saying. He wanted to drop off the team. His mother was a widow, all crippled up. She was scrubbing floors. She had this pin in her hip, so he wanted to drop basketball and get a job. Now these were poor people. These were hungry people with real problems. Understand what I'm saying?" What happened to the kid? I don't know. He quit. He was the third stringer. I didn't need him. <laughs> like that. That's some that's some wisdom. Uh one other one other wisdom um that uh that that he shared with his uh with his guys is that there are three rules that I live by. Never get less than twelve hours sleep, never play cards with a guy who has the same first name as a city, and never get involved with a woman with a tattoo of a dagger on her body. Now you stick to that. And everything else is cream cheese. I mean, you know, with wisdom like that, it is hard to um, it is hard to see this guy not winning. But I mean, we're talking about Pete Bell. This is a guy that was able to recruit Penny and Shaq. So, and he did it all above board. So we'll we'll talk about Pete next round. But um, you know, Pete uh, Pete gets to move on. Um, my next matchup is Chubbs
2: Peterson. Real quick, that guy coached a werewolf, like. I mean, just the off field right. stuff to kind of keep that team together and just his philosophy of get the guy the ball and get out of his way. He right. Did. I mean
0: he did. He he came a much better coach when the teen wolf was on the court.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. which okay. that's okay. tough to, I mean, you know, those kind of personalities, wow. those type of players are tough to coach sometimes, you know. People get you saw the jealousy, you know, happening through from the other guys, they're wanting the ball you know and and so yeah i don't I, this is that was a tough one for me
2: so, yeah.
0: yeah so you guys would yeah, the have that kid guys, that's the
1: center who finally made that basket i mean come
2: on dude the,
0: the fat yeah. guy the fat the fat guy yeah yeah,
2: yeah that's right the fat the fat center but no just to be able to coach these kids and say hey look you're not touching the ball tonight all no. right you play defense you rebound you pass and, and keep them engaged like he did hey
0: you know, you're a big Bobby Finstock guy. I like it.
3: I, <laughs> I am like too. It. I I think uh, Phil Jackson utilized that offense whenever he designed uh, the offense around Kobe, kind of like, yeah. like the five out offense. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I
1: agree. Yeah. I agree. Bobby yeah.
3: Finstock,
0: you know, you're a you're a champion in our eyes. Um, all right, so my next matchup was Chubbs Peterson of Happy Gilmore and Romeo Pozar of Ten Cup. Now. I love Romeo. I mean, 10 cup from a golf movie. It's fantastic. I mean, it's got some amazing, memorable scenes. Um, Any of us hacks that have gone out and played golf that just keep hitting balls into the water, you know? I mean, who amongst us hasn't like snapped our finger and been like, give me a ball? Give me a ball. Give me a ball. Right. Like, and then, you know, of course you've got to, you get this one wet. We get disqueued, dequeued. We get disqualified. You know, I mean, you got, it's Cheech Marin. Um, you know, he's got, he's got some great, again, great rules to live by. Uh, look, boss, I've only got one rule and that's never bet money that you don't have on a dog race with an ex-girlfriend who happens to be a stripper. I think there's not a lot that we all agree on, but I think that we can all agree that that is some fantastic wisdom. Um, unfortunately, Chubbs Peterson is my guy. I mean, when you talk about Chubbs Peterson, i mean he's teaching a hockey player how to play golf and there's two things that he knows one how to teach golf and two fighting alligators yeah all right he didn't he didn't even have to like he wasn't like out there refining happy's game he he had to like completely teach him the game okay so you know roy mcavoy was already a good golfer happy gilmore didn't know the first thing about golfing you know chubbs taught him how to do that and Happy was winning all of those uh, all of those big checks. I'm moving Chubbs Peterson along.
1: Yeah,
0: and then my my last my last matchup was uh, Harry Hoj of uh, Days of Thunder, and Phil Weston from Kicking and Screaming. Now, look, I, I love me some Will Ferrell. It's a guilty pleasure. I'm I'm not gonna lie about it. But man, I, I gotta move. I gotta move Harry along in this one. Um, you know, that, that movie Kicking and Screaming, it just, the only thing that was really kind of amusing about it was just the banter back and forth between Ditka and, and Will Ferrell where he, he calls Ditka Juice Box Boy. Like, you know, that's about the only thing I could remember of it. I can remember a lot of stuff that Harry did, a lot of stuff that Harry said out of that movie. I mean, you know, when he's talking to the cars, you know, um, you know, just kind of, Now Cole Cole's not going to be able to, to control you. He's changed, you know, and all that. I mean, that's just some powerful stuff brought chills to my arms, man. I'm I'm going with Harry.
2: I, I, again, I want to throw the challenge flag on that. I mean, I mean, he had the tiger jumpsuit, uh, to really embrace his kids. It was about him and his father's relationship. It's about him and his son's relationship. It was about getting those Italian kids, the ball. In a, in a position for them to score, you know. I mean, yeah. not no. I think we've all kind of been there with youth coaching, and uh, yeah. you know I respect what he did, and and he took home the championship. And so, um, you know, hey, everybody's got their own opinion, but.
0: Yeah, you know, and sometimes they're wrong, right? Is that what you're yeah. saying? You don't like, you don't love my. Uh, let me see if I can find myself a good. We'll uh, send fill out with. Uh, what,
1: what does a car racing coach do, though, Andy? This this also becomes something that I gotta ask. Um, the level of commitment it takes to coach a youth soccer team, um, yeah. and the is is incredible. It's complex. It's tough. On you know, you're dealing with relationships. You're dealing with all kinds of things. Harry just said turn left bro and hit the pedal. You know, no, that's, no,
0: no. I mean Cole was broken. I mean, <laughs> after that wreck, okay, and, and first of all, Matt, I'm I'm just gonna call you out right now. Anything that has to do with a Tom Cruise movie, you're not moving it forward. Okay. <laughs> all right, Tom Cruise could be the greatest coach in any movie and you would not move him forward. So <laughs> So your, your argument against anything Tom Cruise related really, in, it invalidates it due to your personal vendetta against that man. But listen, dude, Harry Cole was broken. Okay. And Harry was okay. the one that talked to the car and made the car perform yeah. the way that Cole needed it to perform so that Cole could have the confidence back to go win the
2: race I mean, and the he's girl. Not he's not backing down from his bracket. Um, it, it just circling back to that. I haven't listened to the pod in a while. Last time I listened, I think you guys had an open invite for Tom Cruise. Still, Did that happen? Did he join? And that's no. and that's where this comes from. No, oh. no, no. I mean, it's still the invite He's to scared. Tom is
0: still out there. Um, I, I don't have a problem with Tom Cruise. I, I like most of his movies. I I get that Matt has a hard time separating the the reports from the movies and stuff like that. I enjoy the movies. Um. But yeah, there's an open invite. Matt wants to fight Tom Cruise. So I don't wanna I mean
1: let's be careful here. Because well, okay, now you know if I don't if like if I you don't hear from me for a while, you'll know exactly what happened to me. Contact Tom Cruise's people.
0: Yeah, well let's we uh, you know one. what I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off of my brackets now. I'm gonna turn it over to Joe to uh, to talk about the fighters. Um I mean this is a this is a bracket that I'm very intrigued by, especially with the bottom, the bottom half of this bracket. Like when you, when Joe had to really dissect and analyze the Rocky trainers, man, that's that's where uh, I, I'm I'm interested in this. So, Joe, take it away. Yeah,
3: and just to back up a little bit regarding Tom Cruise, I think once award season's over, with the Oscars getting ready to. Uh, I think they televise soon. I think he'll have some availability to uh, to join the pod at that point.
0: Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, he's probably he's a little busy. We're busy too. I yeah, mean,
1: we'll we'll I mean, meet our people with his people.
0: Yeah, we can we can talk to him, but you know, I mean, it's an open invitation. It's like I've watched professional wrestling. Anytime there's an open invitation, somebody always takes it. All Absolutely. right, speak, Who who you got? Frankie Dunn, Million Dollar Baby. I'm going to be honest. I've not seen the challenger.
3: Yeah, I haven't seen the challenger e- either. I'm a huge Michael Clark Duncan fan, um, and to go against Clint Eastwood was was challenging. Uh, he's one of the legends, one of my favorites of all time. But I'm moving Dwayne Taylor to the to the next round to the Sweet Sixteen.
0: Also, somebody that Matt hates too is uh, Clint Eastwood. Easy. Let's you keep. You do.
1: And you know it's the fighter's bracket, but we don't have to fight. Okay.
0: Fine. Fine.
1: The uh, the next game was easy uh, for me. Uh,
3: We have Patches O'Houlihan from Dodgeball and the legendary Mr. Miyagi from Karate Kid. And Mr. Miyagi took him out, you know, within 30 seconds. It was a pretty pretty quick fight right there
0: so so patches was not dodging mr miyagi's crane kicks or anything like that he he was unable i guess probably because he was in a a wheelchair
3: yeah mr miyagi he doesn't discriminate Uh, (laughs) even though he was in a wheelchair he he went after him but i do have a question have we uh have we ever discussed how mr miyagi acquired his wealth I'm, I'm, i'm a little bit curious as to what you guys think was he a real estate mogul or or how did he
2: achieve
0: i know i think that uh i think that he found some gold that was buried as part of uh world war ii and uh he just happened upon that and (laughs) that's how he that's how he got his money
2: um it's the bonsai business those bonsai trees in in southern california in the eighties and nineties. Expensive. Slendous. And and I believe he was the maintenance guy at a apartment building. Am I right with that's that? That's true. That? Yes, that's true. Yeah, he had yeah. that maintenance money. You know, he probably, you know, there's probably some uh things left behind. Maybe he pawned. I, I, I don't know. I mean he, I, I like yeah. that
0: theory too. I mean, I think that there was probably like um what was it in the uh in Ozark where they were hiding all the money in yeah. you know, behind the the wood paneling. He probably happened upon a wood paneling. Room.
1: Well, we find out in two, We find out in Karate Kid two that he has family money, right? The brother. This is his brother that his ends up being kind of his arch rival, right? So brother has money, right? Isn't it? And you know, and so I think you know, I just think Miyagi had the money but lived the humble lifestyle. Does that make sense? He was that guy that. You know, you just would never expect that had a cabillion dollars in the bank, but that's how he could fly really creepily. I'm just curious if we anyone else would just turn their child over to a random person now to fly them all over the country to karate um, <laughs> classes when you've met them. And, and really only after they've done menial job and labor around their house for about <laughs> for about a month. I mean, it's a really weird pre- pretext now that I really think about, actually, the karate kid. But in some ways, you can't doubt Miyagi's skill and talent as a coach. He took an Italian kid and turned him into the greatest karate champion in history.
2: He's all Valley, for sure. Um,
1: He's and, at least all Valley.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of questions when you when you think about Miyagi. and And I guess one is, is he still alive? No. I don't believe no. he is. Okay. Because I, I was thinking if he is, I'm surprised he's not on the uh, Netflix.
0: Well, there's a reason why. Yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. he's not alive because yeah. everybody that was ever associated with that show has, uh, has come
3: back. Yes. What My you hypothesis got in, uh, was that he owned the apartment complex. He was a real estate mm-hmm. mogul. And mm-hmm. then he was doing maintenance. He yeah. was kind of like uh, Robert Kiyosaki, the millionaire next door, author. Uh-huh. Before, Robert Kiyosaki.
2: Interesting, and and I believe he was uh, typecast after that, uh, after that series. Didn't didn't have much uh, other work huh. after the uh, the Karate Kid series ended.
0: Uh, remind me, oh, hell, I'll say it on air. What do I care? Um, no one's listening. So. Fun little uh karate kid fact. Uh the mom, Daniel's mom, in the movies, her real life daughter is neighbors with friend of the show, Christy millsap Williams. Next door neighbor. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh yeah, found found that out with uh, from Christy's other neighbor that uh runs our uh runs our college football and college basketball pool wow. so small you know, world a lot of stuff going on over that cul-de-sac You <laughs> tell so joe tell us about mickey versus duke
3: all right so again mickey's uh, an absolute legend um you know my take on on duke was you know he's kind of a hanger on kind of a reminds me of somebody who may be part of uh Mayweather's TMT crew. So I have Mickey. He's an absolute legend. As Matt had mentioned, he took uh a kid from the streets of Philadelphia and, and elevated him where to this day Rocky Balboa is one of Philadelphia's proudest sons.
0: Well yeah I mean they've got statues to the guy. Absolutely, um, you know, and like really, Mickey's unorthodox training methods are—you know—I mean, he he got and nobody ready to fight the greatest ever. Um, you know, Duke was a, a phenomenal trainer, but you know, quite frankly, I mean, Apollo underperformed in both of those fights. He was the favorite, uh, a heavy favorite, yeah. heavy favorite. So you know you could you could argue, was Apollo past his prime yeah, I don't know. and you know really on the on the downhill, or you know, did he just get completely outworked by Mickey? And I, I think that there's an argument for both, but I think yeah. Mickey outworked him. Dave, you got anything on on Mickey versus versus Duke?
2: we had a we had a lot of action going on over here at this household. A um, <sighs> little distracted. Um, no. No, I think you guys covered it. I think Man, that is, that's yeah.
0: the, that's the analysis that you're here for. Uh so, let's talk about who I think is one of the most underrated coaches because it, it's kind of like he was a legendary performer in his field, but um Rocky Balboa versus Apollo Creed. Uh Joe, who, who do you have there?
3: This was tough. Uh Apollo's one of the premier entertainers of the 80s he was a self promoter he knew how to sell fights uh if he was selling pay-per-views back in the day uh, i'm sure he would be probably top five of all time uh but i've got to go with uh mickey's protege rocky and advance him to the next
0: round Uh, that's it I think Rocky's just really underrated, man. Like, you know, I've watched the Creed movies preparing for, uh, for Creed three. I mean, his training, he, he incorporates a lot of what Mickey does. Um, you know, I think you would move Apollo forward if it was really like awkward beach hugs with another guy that beat you in a foot race, (laughs) if that were the criteria to move forward. I think that's where you're going.
1: Dude, those are underrated. You choreography the choreography involves for those type of hugs. Really, you know, there it's underrated. You know what you got to do there because sometimes you never know who's going kind of above, who's going below. Yeah. You know, like, and if you meet in the middle, it's really super awkward. So I think I get what you're saying, but that is a little underrated on that.
0: Well, we've got a nice uh, a nice group there to make the top tough. half of the Sweet Sixteen. Got uh, just to recap: Norman Dale, Pete Bell. Chubbs Peterson, Harry Hodge, Dwayne Taylor, Mr. Miyagi, Mickey Goldmill, Rocky Balboa. Any of those surprises to you guys?
2: No, I think we I think we covered a couple of these guys. Yeah. You know, there were some discrepancies there with the uh the blue chips, uh coach moving on and and uh, unbelievable that Phil Weston didn't get the nod. Still kind of Still a little shook about that. still, you know,
0: that's still the, sitting there. That, that well, upset, let's
2: that's bracket breaker for me. You know, that's, that's yeah the one that you're like. I had them going far. And my my bracket has got a lot of lines through it right now.
0: Oh man, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, let's let's move on. I think we've got uh, who do we got here? Leaders. Okay, this is the football. We got Coach Eric Taylor, Friday Night Lights, <laughs> Molly McGrath, from Wildcats, Sam Winters from the program, Ed Straight Arrow Janeiro from Necessary Rough. Ref- Man, this bracket is loaded. Tony Damato, Coach Klein, Hayden Fox, and Herman Boone. Man, I, you know I don't know how you go wrong with with coming out of this bracket, but man, this is like a murderer's row. Uh, it, it was man. So Matt, who do you got with uh, with? You know my guy Eric Taylor. That's that. That would be my one one. That would be my number one overall seed. Would probably be Eric Taylor, uh, Molly McGrath. Who who do you have? there
1: well for me and i knew this about you i knew you were a big friday night friday night lights guy i am just i have to plead ignorance on it i i really never caught the friday night lights bug i I just really didn't i wasn't big on the movies i didn't really get caught up in the tv show but i did do some research And I realized why. And it took me about a three minute clip um, of Friday Night Lights. And it centered around the opposing coach running on the field um, and tackling a player um, in the middle of a really heated game. And boy, you know, Coach Taylor was really upset as anybody would be about.
0: Well, they should be. Well, of
1: course, of course. And come to find out, The opposing coach had some health problems, and this is why he decided to run out on the field and tackle the player. So it all ended up great as Eric Taylor helped him in life and gave him an inspirational speech and told him, Hey, you know, it's, I guess I understand why you have ruined this kid's life and these, you know, these, you know, these kids' dreams over what, what apparently is a personal problem. So I just found it to be a bit much. Now, Molly McGrath, I'm just going to tell you that. Around this household, there is a certain amount, like people are are held up in esteem, okay? And Goldie Hahn as an actress, and Molly McGrath in particular, as a coach, is, is one of them. And, and I will tell you that if, if I were, my wife is upstairs, and if I were to talk any, any type of shade on Goldie or Molly here, this this would not end well for me. Now, I also know that, so just know this is an un, not an unbiased opinion, but also Molly. And we're going to talk about her further down, but I am moving Molly forward. Um, it's International Women's Month. I think it's important to celebrate women today. So Molly forward. Well,
0: I, I'm okay with this, um, even though Coach, Coach Taylor's my guy. Yeah. Um, because I'm I'm be honest that Coach McGrath is the only one on this particular bracket that I would be okay with that bathtub scene.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Anyone in else? The-
0: I'm I'm out. I'm out. Fair.
1: Like Sam Winters and Ed Gennaro. No one would yeah. want to see. Yeah, him. I don't want to see oh.
0: Sam Winters and Ed Gennaro, uh tops in a bathtub. No. No, Fair. I'm good. I'm good. So uh wow. I mean, you know, David just talked about his bracket being busted. Um be honest with you, I had Coach Eric Taylor winning this whole thing. It's really never – it's never good for your bracket when your winner gets bounced in the first round. Uh, Like, that is just – that's rough. Join Uh, the club. Yeah, man. Um, All right, so Sam – Shout out to
3: uh, the Wildcats cheerleading squad too. They're
1: strong. (laughs) U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi. (laughs) You you ugly. You ugly. I mean, again, and this is – the movie itself and just the whole team that gold put together because it is a whole team it's an organization right you know again she deserves credit for the entire group that she put together including the cheerleaders which oh, the are culture. truly yeah, yeah culture the whole changed. exactly the culture. You know, and
0: I, I mean really and and I don't want to take I don't want to spend too much time on Molly because no. we're going to have some time here in a little bit obviously with her forward with Molly. But, we can spend but, <laughs> as much time with Molly as we need to the the fact of the matter is before her arrival, they couldn't sell any of that peanut brittle. <laughs> Once Coach McGrath got there, they sold all the peanut brittle. They could get new uniforms. Like, I'm mean, wow. Sales
3: skyrocketed.
0: It, 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 I mean, she can do it all. sells sells the peanut brittle. Got the cheerleading squad.
3: The, play the school spirit. I mean, just went through the roof. I mean, it was
2: incredible. When her husband walks in the house, I don't know if it was her husband or ex-husband.
0: Ex-husband. Yeah,
2: had the, the football team over there. Plastic <laughs> scene.
0: Well, and that that was the turning point of that movie, too. Like, when that husband came in and saw his one daughter drunk. Yeah. And then, you know, he, he tried to get that uh, full custody. That caused Coach McGrath to be like, I, look, can't lose my kids. I quit. And then the team hated her. Yeah. yeah. So and, I mean and he uh, came
2: back around and he saw that that they needed her. And they did uh, need her. Yeah. He did
1: need her. This is heartwarming. I'm glad we're having this conversation. Yeah. yeah. It's a story of life. It really is.
3: Yeah, we all need a little
1: Molly in life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Matt, move us along. Sam Winners and okay. Ed Straight Arrow Gennaro.
1: Sam Winners, Ed Gennaro. Here's my thing. Um, and again, um, the program i have lots of um problems with there's some bad play calling um there's you know i, I don't think sam ultimately really was the coach they needed at the time they got him where edge gennaro what it and and edge straight arrows narrow is truly one of the and again it goes back to very similar to molly where you're, you're taking a, a program from nothing you know um not to not to use the program you know as a word there but like you're going from nowhere and and turning him into something so special um so for me i'm moving ed gennaro forward sam i understand um was you know did some good things but there's also i don't know that the the program is one of those sh- movies that does not age well <laughs> in my yeah, mind
2: well, <laughs> he hell of a
1: kicker on that team man Yes. Oh, unnecessary roughness. Exactly. Yep. That's, I was going to move, but yes, we'll talk about her. But, like, the, the again, being International Women's Month, he took a chance on a female kicker, and boy, did it pay off for everyone. Yeah. So,
3: was that yeah. Kathleen Ireland? Yes.
1: Yes. yes. The gorgeous. Yeah, and uh,
3: it's definitely worth taking the chance with Miss Ireland.
1: Yeah. I mean, she was you uh, a, know, strong, leg. You, a really strong leg.
0: If you could get her into your locker room. <laughs> I mean, you do it, it's a huge morale boost.
1: A hundred, and so it moves us down here to Tony DiMato and Coach Klein of of Waterboy Fame. Now, Tony DiMato, of course, and we will talk further about it. Um, but the one inch, right? The the one inch speech is 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 legendary one inch that's right and again not super sure how well it ages um tony's um tactics and methods um but i think also super accurate probably one of the movies that um, i think really probably showed what the nfl was probably mostly like also directed by a man who i don't think directed it super weird as i was watching the one inch um you know speech, I thought, why is he making some of these, like, it just pops around. You see a lot of Jamie Foxx while Coach Amato is speaking, but again, you have to move Tony D'Amato forward with a one-inch speech alone, and just also, um, again, taking some, some risks that I think now you see in the NFL that actually You know, on a quarterback that maybe didn't fit the mold, right, that didn't really, you know, wasn't what they thought they were going to be, but he was willing to change. And, you know, they saw success.
0: Do you think that he would give that quarterback a max contract (laughs) fully guaranteed uh, in the range of, like, say, $250 million hypothetically?
1: It's an incredible, again, I think that's where it's a joke, but then on the flip side, it probably gives the most clearest picture of what the NFL, you know, is, you know, which including the very unpretty sides of it, yeah. Willie so, Beeman.
2: I forget how he leaves the ladies, but it's a, it's a catchy song.
1: <laughs> Steaming Willie Beeman. Yeah. He's, yeah, again, incredible player. And, again, you know, you know, again, brash you don't necessarily turn the keys over to your franchise unless you're a Tony Diamato. that's going to take a risk, you know, and again, so I, I just, I'm, I've got to move him forward. Now this Wait, next.
2: Oh, no, just real quick. Just a, the, one last thing here on this. One of my favorite movies of all time, but so he loses in the playoffs and then has like a press conference, like, okay. I don't know, the next day and announces that his quarterback has signed with the team, that he's what's there. The season didn't even end for that league. So how's he already signing guys? You know, just, you know, small piece, you know, there's no, I guess collusion. there's no off
1: season there. So collusion is all I can say. Most likely collusion involved.
0: I don't think the league site, I don't think the league year had opened up. Like maybe no. they signed in, but like, it was like kind of when people are signing now that I like, hey, yep. this
1: affected March 15th yeah. or this is going to be a right.
0: June 1st cut.
1: Yeah. Um, it's an Oliver Stone movie, again, and I think for, for good and for bad, you know. So you get kind of some truth there, but you also get some, like, also um stretches, you know. Was
2: that also when Sandstorm came out, uh, <laughs> an all-time jock jam song? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I mean, yes, on.
1: played, played throughout. Alone. Played heavily, yes, throughout that one. Yes, that. Let's go down to this next one because I'm also going to infuriate another member of the Kavanaugh family oh, here. This one I'm wow. afraid, you you want to introduce it, Andy? This matchup.
0: I'm. Go ahead. It's your bracket. Okay. Um,
1: so we've got Hayden Fox from Coach, um, and we have Herman Boone from Remember the Titans. Now, Herman Boone. Let's talk about Herman Boone in particular here, and I want to talk about just Remember the Titans as a whole, and I. Remember the Titans is the movie, and Herman Boones is in some in some ways a perfect character for the movie. That when you have a substitute teacher and you're not going to learn anything that day, they're going to wheel in a video. They're going to wheel in a video, uh, of a VCR, and they're going to put in, or you know, I know nowadays maybe a DVD, or they're going to pull up Netflix, and they're going to play Remember the Titans and that tells you all you really need to know about the movie remember the titans and how just truly vanilla and truly kind of just grossly syrupy you know like just so bad as a way to show kind of a moment in civil rights history um it's the kind of movie to me that kind of glosses that just makes a very pretty picture and bow around some real issues and real problems that were happening at that time. I I find the performances to be just not, not good. I, I can't buy Denzel. I can't buy Herman Boone. And so I am sorry to Kara and to the Kavanaugh family overall, but I'm moving Hayden Fox, the man who put Dauber, <laughs> Dauber in charge. And also Luther, Luther Van Dam. If you think about the coaching staff, that co- that coach Hayden Fox put together, and they they won games. Um, think about what he had to do to you know still win games with Dobber and you know Luther Van Dam as his coaches. So I gotta go Hayden here. Wow. Rebuttals, I know there's many. <laughs>
0: um, I, you know what I'm. I mean, this <laughs> bracket down. this bracket's already busted for me anyway. <laughs> so what's it matter? Because you know now it's just a it's completely dead. <laughs> um, you know it's always fun to lose your you know the guys that you've got going to the end of the bracket it's always it's always fun to lose those guys right out I'm of the, sorry, the buddy. Game. I'm sorry. you know i mean it's no it's fine um you know i i understand that uh you but know Dave's we, gonna come
1: through here for you well you
0: know I, no i i just understand that we're just gonna move four white coaches along and we're not gonna we're not gonna let the uh not gonna let the african-american coach get through i mean it's just kind of you Know par for the course, but that's fine. Um, yeah.
2: Matt yeah. says it's not February,
1: you know. <laughs> hey, you had your time. how could you? I do see in- that now. This yeah. is International very-
0: Women's Month. We're gonna celebrate, yeah. My brackets
2: very- in Boston. yeah. I, yeah, we're- I we should love have, Coach we should Boone. this last month. Wow, I would want
3: my kids to play for Coach Boone. Hey, you're Hall of Famer in my book. <laughs>
1: ah, geez, here we wow. go i deserve it i deserve it now that i see this i truly deserve it and so he empowered his players pd go
2: get your spot back
1: you know and he just empowered people there um and pd got his spot back that's my problem like a real movie pd would like again be you know selling you know again peanut brittle on the streets because he didn't make it because that's a real story and not a disney version of I mean it, it, it to me it's it's a fairy tale of a movie, which again I which is Can fine. You say, wait, are
0: are you insinuating that they did not take a run to Gettysburg?
1: <laughs> I very much think of the they to me they parried it perfectly in the office they actually went to the get Gettysburg in the office if you remember and one later part in the office and it's equally ridiculous situation. This is not get the civil war is not football nor is their situation. It's it's I just I can't I can't and I'm sorry guys. Let's get well, to the drinks, though.
0: Yeah, let's get let's get to Dave's because uh, you know we're. we're that we're wasn't on purpose
1: spy that he that, by by the way that he got because I've been seeing a lot of Mexico pictures and and now I'm seeing that Dave got the drunks bracket. I feel like this was targeted. Oh, I chose. I, it. He chose, it. I Dave, chose this
2: before uh, I knew the introduce- title of the. Uh, bracket, but, uh, <laughs> okay,
1: it's
2: fine. It's all good. But what? It, you know, it's not. It has nothing to okay, do with you. I appreciate that.
0: Uh, this is just yeah, your bracket. Right, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, do you really think that I would refer to Matt as a leader?
2: <laughs> okay, okay, it makes sense now. Right. I got it. I got it.
0: All right, go ahead, man.
2: Well, you know, because you have the drunks bracket, you might as well. There you go. go. Cheers. Okay, so um, Andy, are you going to go through these and Uh, and reflect? What what do you want to do here? No, you're – It's like everybody else got the introductions of the uh, – Yeah, so
0: we got got Jimmy Dugan of A League of Their Own. We got George Knox, Angels in the Outfield. Mm -hmm. Gordon Bombay from the Mighty Ducks. Irv Blitzer, Cool Runnings. Morris Buttermaker, Bad News Bears, Joe Riggins of Bull Durham, Pop Fisher of The Natural, and, uh, you know, the guy that I'm hoping comes out of this. I'll be, I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, my okay. guy, Lou Brown from the Major hey, League. Uh, no. Love me some Lou Brown. Uh, but no, nah, man, I, I this is your bracket. I don't want to steal your thunder. I don't want to okay. influence anything, but um, not a, not yeah, a... go ahead, man. Go no, ahead. I, I hope will Lou say, Brown look, makes it far.
2: You guys, um... know, just articulated your messages so well and just the homework that you guys did i mean i'm i uh really proud of that the homework i did not as much right so uh i'm not i don't have the 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 quotes and the details that you guys did but i'm I'm choosing from the heart here right and i look at the first two here you got a league of your own and, and angels in the outfield I'm, I'm a big angels in the outfield guy i really liked how he you know managed with the supernatural um he he took these this team and um you know made something of it overcame a lot but it is national women's month and there's there's no crying on this bracket andy there's no crying in baseball we're we're moving a league of your own
1: onto the second round here
2: yeah, I, I love me some jimmy dugan like jimmy you
1: know i mean it's my favorite baseball movie i mean I, I i really like it's really tough to beat that as a baseball movie for me personally and jimmy is a huge part of that all the performances are phenomenal that to me okay so that's the opposite the opposite of remember the titans that's a movie that has kind of a message okay but really does it in just a lovely way. That isn't kind of like, doesn't make you feel gross to me. Like doesn't make you want to like, you know, I've tasted something way too sweet in my mouth that I want to just like, it's it's just perfectly, perfectly done, you know? And there's so many controversies, right? Like, I know that wasn't, well, but somebody, <laughs> the family did, show. <laughs> did she did she drop the ball on purpose? You know, I mean, there's so many like pieces of that that movie that I think live on forever, and and it, to me, it's one of those movies you can watch a million times. I wanted to continue Matt's theme here of uh, making
2: sure that I picked the white guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, well, I just want to. I yeah. guess stay in character here, right? I'm, I'm a yeah. guest, so uh, all right. Uh, moving on here, we got Gordon Bombay. Irv blitzer. Okay. Um, I'm a big, cool runnings guy, right? Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. I, uh, you know, John Candy, one of my favorite actors, uh, Gordon Bombay. Look, I, I was late to the game with, with mighty ducks and that, that whole genre there. I, you know, I probably watched it 10 years after it came out. Um, I just look what Irv did. Where he created a, not a sport, but he he created something for a country that didn't have any representatives of that of that sport, um, and he he went over some challenges. It wasn't easy for him, uh, but he overcame. The guy stuck with him. Um, I'm moving Irv on to the second round here. Big I mean, big poor running guy.
0: I mean that's a hell of a that's a hell of a job by Irv. I mean he did mm-hmm. all that in two weeks. like qualified a team for the olympics in two weeks i mean that is just unprecedented um don't tell me that anything's impossible because he got the jamaicans two weeks bobsled team
2: oh yeah yeah And, and they tried to set him up and and try to to ruin his sled but you know what this guy just kept battling right and just kept believing um, and and he believed so much he made his team believe in when he didn't believe, right? That's that's the definition of just empowerment uh, that he did. All right, leadership. Uh, leadership. Uh, moving on here, we got uh, bad news bears. Bull Durham. Um, I'm kind of the same thing there, Bull Durham. I uh, that movie came out, I think um, I don't know the early '90s, late '80s, something like that. Uh, I probably didn't watch it until like five years ago, right? Um, I grew up with bad news bears, right? Chico's bail bonds. I mean, these were the guys, right? The 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 guy with the the motorcycle, Kelly. I, I don't know what his last name is, but he was fantastic, yeah. right? Those two little twins, you know. Um, yeah, so we're we're moving on. Uh, Morris Buttermaker. Uh, we're gonna move him on to the second round here. Last nice but not course. least,
0: also, well, real quick on Buttermaker is uh You know, again, revolutionary had the girl pitcher. It it wasn't cool. And
1: also a a a coaching children, right? Like we said, this kind of our concern with not moving, kicking, and screaming. You know, forward is that like there's a level of coaching, and he took the bad kids, like he took the baby kids. You know, these weren't the. You know, this wasn't. You know, your your um traveling team all-stars you know this was the kids in the in-school suspension but he turned into um you know all you know stars So yeah he deserves credit you look at the improvement
2: from game one to the last game unmatched right and i'm, really I'm a sucker is. for you know the kids sports and i also respected the fact the guy had a sixer
1: in the dugout right i no. mean <laughs> right? yeah let players smoke you, you know, know, they don't I, let them on. just let who cares, just let them play, man. Let them be themselves. You know, they don't,
0: they don't let you do that anymore. Found no. out the hard way last year.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah, I was just gonna say, uh um, maybe they should Yeah, you know, I haven't seen a six pack in the dugout since I coached with Andy that year. Um, <laughs> uh, and and that's real life. Yeah. So um, oh, it wasn't Andy. But you know, anyway, it was it was, yeah, we we saw that it was so, a friend
0: of ours though.
2: Yeah, but hey, the guts of that guy, right? Hey, <laughs> you just need to loosen up a little bit for he, for he coached, right? I've
0: I, been- I know that we're I know we're running a little long on time, man, but you gotta yeah. tell that story real quick. Just leave the names out of it. These guys gotta hear this story about the umpires.
2: <laughs> so um, you know, holding down third base coach in between innings. Uh the umpires, you know, call me behind home plate. And they're like, Hey, you know, I think you need to tell your head coach to, to leave because he smells like he's been drinking. And, uh, so yeah, I had to go back in the dugout and, uh, yeah, talk to the coach. So anyway,
1: deject, you know what? your coach, your own head
2: coach. We got the dub that day and that's all that really matters. Nope. Nobody knows who when. I, I think that's just kind of a, you know, inside story there that's now an outside story, but, uh, we we've coached a lot, so you know, those who were hey. probably with us are probably not listening. So let's hope.
1: Yeah, and Morris—they've just taken Morris's inspiration. I mean, in some ways, right? Like, I mean, again, yeah. he saw about the, the good, uh, you know, results that Morris, you know, Coach Buttermaker was able to get yeah, through that. Was, you know, and it's a relatability, right? It's a relatability piece. Really he is, couldn't yeah. relate. He didn't think he was better than it, the players or anybody mm-hmm. else. You know, he was yeah. just being himself.
2: Yeah, yeah, what a great role model,
1: right? And what uh, I think we can
3: relate also, because I don't remember a lot of parental involvement at mm-hmm. that in that movie. Yeah. And we see no, that a great. lot where, you know, you may be coaching a team and parents just drop their kids off at practice and yeah. you don't see them and it's two hours of free babysitting. So uh,
2: you know, yep. that really hits yeah. home.
0: Morse Buttermaker, these- you are
2: aces in our buck. Okay. All right. Let's see if he advances. All right. Moving on to the last one here. Um, we got the natural, we got major league. For me, this is what a like a two-seven matchup. I mean, this is a just a blowout city, man. Lou Brown, the White Walls, the who the hell are these guys? I mean, yeah, Lou Lou Brown is moving on um to the whatever we got here, the elite or the final four for me i mean you know the thing about lou brown
0: that you really have to respect is who else would get a peel away sticker of the owner to determine Um, the number of wins for the magic number and when you get to one
1: it it's
0: the boobies i mean who who else is who else is doing that
1: i mean that and also just Probably the perfect coach voice, right? Or like this, yeah. like this to everybody, and that's how he speaks. I just love that. Like you know, again, that's you know, you got a good coach when he's got that type of voice. You know,
2: enough of that old A bullshit. You know, yeah. <laughs> he took he took that contract out and just pissed on it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, how is this
1: guy, dude?
0: Golly, you might, you might run like maze, but you hit like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who amongst us hasn't wanted to say that to that superstar player that we've had that, you know, pulls out their contract or, you know, they're they're showboating out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we've gotten through. All right. Let's we'll move along into. uh, So we got sweet 16 here. Back to me. uh, Norman Dale, Pete Bell. I'm going to go through these a little bit, a little faster because, you know, we, we have touched on these guys. Look. I mean, if you take Eric Taylor off the board, which somehow did, and then if you take Herman Boone off the board, which somehow did, there is no way, there's nobody else that other than Norman Dale that, that really is the person that you got to go with. Uh, you know, hey, appreciate Pete Bell finally, you know, coming out and basically his best coaching job was admitting that he cheated and that that wasn't okay. Uh, but and Normandale, um, like who hasn't wanted to get a ladder out, get a tape measure and ask their kids, you know, how high is the rim? How far is the free throw line? Same as it is in our gym back in Hickory. Right? Like, I mean, right. it's, it's legendary. Normandale moves on,
2: um, diversity on his team that he had to overcome to really blend all those guys together from different backgrounds, not just joking well yeah i was (laughs) uh, we're kind of going with this is as matt kind of picked the 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 winners here with are we sticking with just matt and the you know what month is this again
1: well you know in in, (laughs) i I deserve (laughs) it i deserve it let's talk about chubbs peterson then let's i
0: love like i'm moving chubbs peterson along okay i love chubb i love me some chubbs peterson i mean the fact that uh again uh Carl Weathers got snubbed up there in the Rocky bracket.
1: Great point. <laughs> um, exactly. You know, Car- Carl, uh,
0: Carl Weathers gets himself on this bracket twice.
1: Well, you know, Carl truly, like if he if he wants to be remembered for anything, it would be Chubbs over Apollo, you know, hundred I would think. Yeah. I would assume.
0: Yeah. I'm for moving me, I'm moving Chubbs Peterson along. Yeah. Um, you know, again, inspirational <laughs> story. Didn't have those those fingers. Uh him and that that damn alligator. Um so yeah, Chubb's moving along. Uh, take it away, Joe. You got on uh, Dwayne versus Mister Mister Mo- Miyagi.
3: All right. So I'm I'm again. I'm stick with Mister Miyagi. Uh, he just provided so many life lessons uh, to Daniel. Um, well, not only.
0: Just- <laughs> yeah, not only to Daniel, to all of us. Like who right. amongst us hasn't been washing your car and you go wax on, wax off? Like everybody does that. Timeless.
1: He also had, like, supernatural – we forget that he just rubbed his hands like this. Daniel has a horrible injury. He can't go. We needed him for Mahomes. You know, apparently that's maybe who was back there. But he's just rubbing his hands. He touches, you know, Daniel's, you know, leg. And, like, man, he's ready to perform. Like, we forget that moment as well. Yeah, he's a man of many talents. I mean, physical therapist, a maintenance (laughs) man, a
3: karate teacher. Exactly. A car dealer. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> the bonsai uh,
3: trees i mean the guy can good. do everything
0: amazing teacher versus student mickey versus rocky
3: so i'm going with mick uh mickey uh, was just a huge inspiration kind of reminds me of custom Auto, um, to mike tyson so i think without mick there's no rocky So I'm moving Mickey
2: along. I like your thought on that. No, that's good.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Rocky, for as great of a coach as Rocky is, and and, like I said, we've been watching the Creed movies, and I told Kara, I said, you know, Rocky Balboa may be the most likable character in any any series. Like, just a long – he's just a, you know,
2: just a sweetheart of a guy. He's not a big X's and O's coach. He's more of just your, your mental, just your, you know, Park big pitcher, round. big pitcher coach, life coach. Um, not really, because Rocky's style, it's just get your ass whooped for eight yes. rounds and then catch fire, right? Wear the other guy out. So his, his techniques and his just X's and O's, I don't know where they're, but I mean, Rocky in life, dude, even though his son doesn't talk to him, which is weird, you know, he's such a great life coach, still. I mean, the things that he's done for Adonis and, and other things, man, just
1: really. Underrated. Well,
0: you know, he, he did make amends with uh, Jack Pearson at the end of Creed 2. Um, so that, you know, he he's he's back on good terms with his son.
2: OK. All right. That's cool.
0: um, so, yeah. Um, Amazing. You know that the only thing the only downfall that I have about Mickey. Is, you know, it just doesn't have like he's old. Um. <laughs> He played a hell of a penguin. Like, I mean, he was an amazing penguin, but, you know, I mean, he just, you you get into an altercation backstage, the dude's going to have a heart attack and die. I mean. Yeah. (laughs) And then you got to go out and fight after you, your trainers, like having a heart Mm -hmm. attack and dying. Like that's, that's tough, man. It wasn't also motivational.
1: But did he yeah, do but, it? On, was that like his last gift to Rock? You know, it was the last like, "Hey, man, I know you'll fight with everything you got, but you'll take a really, a really extra beating for this entire time." Yeah, yeah. Rocky and Rocky so got he, destroyed.
0: Man. I mean, Clubber yeah. Lang just destroyed him. I mean, not only did he like, you know, say I love that he this was,
1: description of of Rocky's style is amazing, Dave. Of just oh. yeah, clearly. I mean, I'm assuming that's his coaching style as well, right? Just go out there, buddy. Take as many haymakers as you can. <laughs> think about your wife. Holler her name, maybe. And then you it's just amazing. You just end up winning. It's wild. Yep,
2: yep, yep.
3: Now, I no, the, I love think- the legacy Mickey created. And I also appreciate how Rocky Balboa was a professional athlete at a very high level. And he was never involved in any unscrupulous scandals or uh, affairs that you know he got busted for
0: true
2: Uh, you don't see that very often anymore you you don't And you look look at uh just mickey's coaching tree though i mean pretty solid right i mean just a solid tree that guy has and i feel like he's always been old right i mean i don't know if he was ever young he's like one of those guys that just was just always old just an old old soul
0: when he was uh, 30 he looked 60. when he was (laughs) 80 he looked 60.
1: (laughs) It's like uh, Benjamin Button, he's just like, he was born old and stayed old. Yeah, that was it, yeah.
0: So, uh, speaking of good looking, talk to me about Ed Straight Arrow Janero.
1: Yeah, yes. I <laughs> and the you were person opposite
0: play. Ed in his, in his bracket.
1: Yes, and Molly McGrath. Again, we Molly is is truly a coaching legend in my mind. I mean, you got to think about, without Molly, I mean, think about the, the careers in sports movies that Wesley Snipes has had that uh, Woody Harrelson has had, including together. Um, just the athletes that she coached in that, that um, you know, games or in that movie is enough just to we talk about trees, you know. I, I got to move Mo- Molly, even though I adore Ed Straight Arrow Gennaro, truly one of my favorite, you know, movies when it comes to football movies. Um, but, yeah, it's Molly for me.
0: You know, the thing that I really liked about Ed Gennaro was the uh, the gym workout. When he called that play where it was, I thought you were going to do one of these. Yeah, I, I thought I, you were going to do
1: one of these. Yeah, he <laughs> sucks at two sports. <laughs> <laughs> again, fantastic, fantastic in every way. Um, and this next one was tough for me because, again, I, I have a lot of respect for Coach Diamato. Um, I think we, you know, you shared that, that the one inch speech, there's no doubt that that's, that's gotta be in the top speeches, um, motivational speeches ever. But again, I just, I love coach Fox. I'm just think about it. Have you heard of Minnesota state since right? Coach Fox was there. No, you're not as I, you know, I, I haven't heard from them. And so it just, again, goes to show you that he could win anywhere, you know, in a place that really didn't exist, but, <laughs> but you know, and again, <laughs> And, again, also with guys that, you know, again, the coaching staff alone um, had to – we talked about Andy had to fight off that pesky um, boyfriend of his daughter's as well, that real hippie guy, you know, that just – just real annoying. So, yeah, i got to go Hayden Fox here, and I'll move on. Well, you know, I guess if – oh,
0: sorry, I I think I had to – I had the wrong one i had tony on there but uh we'll we'll fix that that's <laughs> uh, okay we'll get we'll get hayden we'll get hayden on the uh a fix there so hayden moves on dave who do you got
2: all right um i'm filling the rhythm i'm filling the rhyme get on up it's bobsled time we're going to Irv, uh to the next round um just like i said i mean it's a story of redemption it's a story of belief um irv just a hell of a coach hell of a coach he's he's moving on I feel like he can coach any sport um and he's gonna get the belief in there and so we're we're going irv on that one um and I know what month it is but I I just can't I can't overcome what what irv did not just for a team but for a country right Fair. I mean we, he had a whole country. Sitting in the little shack watching this bobsled race, okay. And I so, think they still
1: actually. Perfect. I think they really do bobsled, and I don't know that they really did bobsledding before that, did they really? And I think that they actually like kind of spurred a real thing because that movie was so popular. In some ways, like they actually bobsled again. I don't think I don't know how successfully, but again, you know, I think it really became a actual real thing from a fictional thing, which is pretty wild.
0: Well, like, I think are, that uh, Virginia actually integrated their schools based on the popularity of a certain movie, but neither here nor uh, there.
1: <laughs> uh, and in the north won the Gettys and the north won the Civil War also because of Herman Boone is what I've heard as well. Sorry, go ahead. Thank God <laughs> they did. Thank God they
2: did. You know, <laughs> yes. Uh, this would be a much different podcast if they didn't. Exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> this last one here, tough one, man. This is this was up nights, waking up in a sweat, thinking about who's going to take this. You know, I mean, you know, my poor wife, Brie, that, you know, I would just be asking her and asking, she, you know, like, who are these guys? I don't even know. I've never seen either of these movies, but we we talked about it so much. And this was a tough one for me. I, I love the Bad News Bears. Grew up with them. It's, it's you know, uh, part of my childhood. But Louis Brown, man. And those white walls on, on line one, and uh, you know, <laughs> taking that ragtag bunch of guys to uh, you know, Joe Boo was in the locker room. Uh, you know, you had Will Mace Hayes, you had the old veteran pitcher with the, the, the Bardall and the, the Vaseline on him. I mean, I mean, he led boom, all boom the way boom to boom what boom. it looked like was like a, a American League championship, right? I, I, they beat the Yankees, it, they were so good they had to change their name to the guardians because of Lou Brown, because they couldn't replicate yeah. what he brought to the table. So you're talking about a real life team. that's like, we can't live up to Lou's standards. We're changing to the guardians. Exactly. And, and there's no other reason why they do that.
1: No.
0: All right. So now the control for the next rounds goes from the person that owned the bracket to the other three. Perfect. All right. So, in my bracket where we've got a we've got to get down to the final 4 who do you guys like between Norman Dale and Chubbs Peterson Matt who's your vote
1: I have to go first all right I'm go- I am i I'm going Chubbs. I just you know
0: Well, just because we have been uh,
1: <laughs> I I feel like I have to go Chubs in some ways now um but no I just think one-handed you know, I mean, think of, again, as a golf coach and, and literally, you know, and let's also think about that one hand. I mean, this wasn't like the technology that we see now, you know, for folks that have that problem. Like this was a – Yeah, they were very wooden. Thing, like a like a wooden thing. So I go Chubbs. Yeah, sorry. Joe, who
0: you got in this one?
1: I'm going Normandale. Oh. Yeah. I mean,
3: with the facilities they had, uh, I mean, nowadays, <laughs> would you be able to recruit players – would players want to come to a school like that? I mean, that looks like uh, wow. elementary school <laughs> here in the metro area.
0: Yeah, I mean the uh, you know the and again, I mean this is Indiana here. There are no there are no classes in their high school in their high school basketball tournament, so you don't get a play. No, you know Indianapolis schools are playing these super tiny towns. I mean that's a small town. That's super Hickory is a super small town. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're going to go play Indianapolis Central. I mean, come on, uh, Dave. Dave, where are you going here?
2: Woo! I guess this is the tiebreaker, huh? Yes, sir. You're the. You know, anytime you have a talent like a Jimmy Chipwood on your team, and and you can bring him together with the other guys, you got a guy shooting underhanded from the free throw line. You're you're beating Indy Central. I mean, those athletes.
1: <laughs>
2: you know. Um, yeah, I, I'm going. I'm going Hoosiers, Co- Coach I'm, Dale. Um, coach dale on that one
0: well you know the other thing too i guess to on on coach dale here is yeah i mean he had a i know that all the players kind of looked the same but you remember he had to get that one kid uh that would would pray before the games he had to get that kid to stop praying to come play i mean that's that's you know to, to break away a man's time with god that's it, commitment. For game time that's that's commitment all right, Joe gets to sit out this one. Um Miyagi versus Mickey. I'll start. I am going Oh man, this is a tough one. Should have made one of you guys start. Um Man, I got to go Miyagi. Like the legacy that that Miyagi has created, um, you know, with with Danielson and his friendship with Johnny and, you know, rekindling with, you know, get, get chosen back into it. Yeah, I'm I'm Miyagi here. Uh, there's just too many life lessons.
1: Yeah, I I'll jump in. I I'm also Miyagi here, so I guess I I should have let Dave go. Maybe if he was going Mickey here, but like yeah, I'm I'm fully. We watched um we watched some version of karate Karate Kid now not the series, um but we the movies we watched some version of that um pretty much on the regular. So I'm going Mr. Miyagi here as well. And- Miyagi
2: for the weep for me i think miyagi when we talk about coaching trees i mean we're 30 years later miyagi do is still going right yeah. and next generation uh miyagi dos are, are they're still winning the all valley right they're they're you know they're still the positive influence in that community big big karate community in in southern california there huge right kids yeah. still kids are still in that yeah simply because of the tradition of of miyagi dough and what they brought to the table over there so mr miyagi all day
0: all right matt your time to sit out Uh, i'm gonna let dave start dave who who you go molly and hayden Mm. molly mcgrath from wildcats hayden fox from coach i gotta be honest with you this was not the bracket that
2: i saw (laughs) no no this is this is look after doing my research on these teams i was like hey we're never going to see this matchup. Don't even do the work, right? This isn't going to happen. This is like a 12 playing a 13. It's never going to happen. There's no I no, get on these guys, you know? Uh, you, got a seven look,
0: and a, you got a, the seven and eight out of the bracket. Like, Yeah,
2: when I look at this and I think about what Coach Fox did up there in, in uh, Minnesota State, right, The you know, probably one of the worst offensive and defensive coordinators that, that are out there. He he brought it together, right, and, um, you know, it wasn't just, when I look at the, at uh, Coach Molly, she had a one-year run, right, she probably went on to bigger and better things, I look at the dynasty that Coach Fox built season after season, there's probably like five or six seasons that he was there, and that's true, I have not heard of Minnesota State since, no. I don't you know the you know maybe there were some allegations, maybe they got the death penalty, or maybe they're just not good. But what I do know is that when Coach Fox was there, they were something, right? They're on TV all the time. At least once exactly. a week I saw them on TV. So I'm I'm going coach Fox and the upset. Joe
0: Joe, who you who you like in this one?
2: I'm Can going like uh, it's really Molly.
0: not an upset because that was a seven beating the eight.
3: I'm going with Molly. Uh, the way that she brought that team together with the diversity when you were referring to Wesley Snipes and Woody and uh, the Hispanic character who would run his head into the locker. Um, I
0: mean...
1: The race. You remember the race? She outraced them all. Remember? Right? I whoa, mean, whoa, dude, whoa.
0: You're supposed to be quiet during this Oh, you're shit, stealing my
1: Dude, you're stealing my, my thunder here.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, home, I mean, it was time. dripping wet, and, and she just... <coughs>
3: had the resilience she wouldn't stop you know and she was just a a true leader so and plus i mean the sacrifice that she had with her own personal life and how she kind of adopted those boys as her family i gotta go with molly
0: yeah i'm i'm team molly here too um you know again for for reasons that we have discussed uh you know the peanut brittle uh (laughs) the broken stopwatch outrunning the entire team and of course the bathtub scene that as a young man i was very very intrigued by so um <clears throat> and i'll be honest even
2: probably today i would still be intrigued by that you haven't no. seen anything since you've seen that luther <laughs> coach luther bathroom scene where he was in the bathtub
1: now that's <laughs> living it's Harry van dyke that's, that's <laughs> really, oh. yeah.
2: all right uh so
0: we're moving molly molly gets to move into the final four uh, we are down to Irv Blitzer and Lou Brown. Joe, you get to start us off on this one.
3: Oh, man. I'm not uh, really sure here. I will go with Lou Brown. And I really don't have a whole lot to, uh, to elaborate other than what we've already
1: discussed, but lose my guy.
0: Matt, who you got here?
1: Yeah, not to not to you know ruin the suspense, but I am also Lou Brown. Yes, I, I would follow Lou Brown into um you know any battle. Um Lou is somebody again that I think anybody can get behind. And 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 again, I think has the best one the all the lines we've mentioned are some of the best one-liners in any movie. Um, and that voice just like he's literally smoked about 14 cartons. Of um, cigarettes a day. Um, So again, I just think you got to go, Lou. Here,
0: clean sweep for me. I'm I'm Coach Lou Brown here. Um,
1: From the heater.
0: Just, I mean, the fact that his coaching his coaching style was so simplistic that he fixed his closer by giving him some glasses.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, he just had great. Right, he had an answer for everything.
0: It's just, it's just simple. Um, All right, so. We are so the way this will work. The next round is Joe and I'll sit out up here with uh, Coach Dale versus Mr. Miyagi. If uh, Dave and Matt are in lockstep, we'll uh, we'll will move whoever they say along, and then vice versa down on the bottom. And then if uh, Joe and I have to have to step in, we'll see if we can we can break the tie. So Dave, J- uh, Dave and Matt, who do you got on Norman Dale? Hoosiers' legendary coach took the Hickory—I forget what their—I don't know what their mascot name was—but took them to the finals. Mister Miyagi uh, took uh, one one student to the All Valley. Went up against the the legendary Cobra Kai with his one student and won. Matt, why don't you start us off on this one, Coach Dale or Mister Miyagi? Where are you going?
1: again i've got i've got miyagi here um i'm going to go to also just i'm a big Karate kid too guy and and for me the the you know the the drum thing um the gloria love the peter Satera song i mean like miyagi just really elizabeth shoe you know i don't think you know without you know without miyagi daniel doesn't get elizabeth shoe i mean like, we know that's for sure and she's so. not
0: she's not leaving johnny for
1: Exactly, and so we get the treat of seeing Elizabeth Shue in several movies in her prime time year. So I am Mr. Miyagi fully here,
0: Dave. We got a clean sweep, or do we need discussion here?
1: Well, let, let me just
2: you know uh, let me go full circle here on this man. And I look at uh, you know coming from the drunk um, section of this uh, bracket, um, I, I reference back to when Miyagi was drunk and, <laughs> and uh, Daniel took care of him, right? The epitome of a coach is to empower your students to help you in your time of need Miyagi, right though <laughs> you know with the sweep of the leg he's knocking out coach dale uh game set match man
0: wow mr. mr miyagi moving on um so that that means joe you and i are discussing man this is this final four is like i said this tournament is just it's absolutely stacked. Um, you know, and I I think any four of these would be worthy champions. Um, I, I gotta be honest. I think that, uh, that Joe and I caught the tougher of the assignments down here. Um, you know, really just because like Molly McGrath being in the final four is such a surprise. You know, I don't think that when I'll be honest, when, when this bracket came out, like, it was like, Oh, cool. Molly's on here. Great. Yay. You know? And then it's like one and done, you know, but I mean, here she is. She's in the final four. Now I got to put her up against, you know, one of my favorite guys, Lou Brown. Um, I've lost my, you know, top two, now my top three. Um, but Lou Brown's my, my number four. So if, if you're going to get rid of, you're going to get rid of coach Taylor, you get rid of coach Boone, you get rid of coach Dale, Um, Lou Brown's my guy, you know, for all the reasons we've talked about, but mainly, you know, when, when he was asked, how would you like to coach the Indians this year? And his epic response of, let me get back to you, Charlie. I got another guy on the line about some white walls. I mean, you know, just, you know, I could sell white walls. I could coach the Indians. I don't really care. Hell of a um, negotiation
1: tack, you know. Come
0: on. I'm moving, I'm moving Coach Brown on. Joe, um, where are you at on this?
3: And this is uh this is tough. Uh, I mean, knowing what we know about Charlie Sheen now and seeing how he handled the personality of his closer and all the other players within that team, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Lou Brown, but man to get behind molly i mean that's somebody who i could definitely get behind and and support 100 (laughs) but i'm gonna have to go with lou and uh move him forward to the next to the finals
0: there it is so our finals are mr miyagi (laughs) versus lou brown It, it comes down to this so that means that it's uh it's me and you, Matt. Me and you get a could potentially settle this.
1: Oh right, because ours are out, and so our our guys
2: we, have been eliminated. Um, oh, appreciate so before you guys decide this, and I'm and I'm glad that that Molly got eliminated because there's only one TV football coach that I follow, and that's Kevin James in Hometown: The Story <laughs> Redemption Story about the great coach Sean Payton. And so I am glad we're down to baseball and karate because we all know hometown is one of the best football movies and one of the best coaches that you're going to see. So I, that say my piece and I'm looking forward to seeing who wins this championship. Well, here. you know, I mean,
0: you know, let's, let's bring that up. We did have some snubs. I mean, there's some, some people that didn't make it in. Uh, my dude from varsity blues, worthy, worthy of being in this tournament. Uh, Herb Brooks worthy of being in this tournament um you know the reason why kevin james didn't get entered into this for his amazing portrayal of of sean payton an amazing head coach that has done wonderful things in the past um is you know they're they're playing real people so it's hard to it's it's hard to, to put those people in um you know, I think you could make an argument for uh, Bud Kilmer being uh, being snubbed in varsity blues. Uh, but there's only so many, so many spots on here. And right. as as we've seen, you know, he probably would have gotten either Molly McGrath or Hayden Fox's spot. And, you know, we see how we see the success. So you know, <laughs> I think I think as a committee, we should be we should be proud of the work that we've done here. This this field exactly. that, we, that we produced. Um,
3: I would like to request maybe uh, reaching out to Molly's people and maybe having her as a guest in the future uh or her daughter kate would be welcome as well
2: uh now either one and i, I really think tom cruise one last i think we we snubbed uh maverick as well great flight coach oh. uh, <laughs> in a recent movie uh where he went from a student to a coach and he took these guys, man, and, and they did submissions, no. they did some stuff, man. And Stay then the he world. became
0: then he became a player coach.
2: I mean, he that's was, really
0: kind of next level. I think if Pete he Rose, would have been included in Joe here, Russell.
2: probably would have he's won. Yeah, Maverick. I mean, he's right up there. In the in the, I agree. Yeah, I so. agree. Then you have
1: to include Viper and Tom Skerritt they, when they were, you know, the actual good movie. Not not Tom the- Skerritt.
0: Tom Skerritt was an amazing coach, and we probably should have included him. We just didn't have a. a Aviation category.
1: Fair, fair. Next year. Next time. That's right.
0: Matt, you okay. want to start?
1: Uh f- okay. So we have Mr. Miyagi. Miyagi. Versus Lou Brown. Versus Again. Lou Brown. I think um you have two surprisingly, and I think Dave really pointed it out that I think you would you would immediately kind of hear those names and go, oh, these are opposite, you know, in some ways. These are guys who really came at it. In different ways, and I don't think that's really the case. I think both Miyagi and Lou, had, you know, they had heart. They cared about the people that they were coaching for. Um, they were real. Again, they were themselves. Um, I, for me, though, again, I, I live in a household here where um, there are two very, very sacred, sacred um, things in in our, you know, in our. Culture and are watching here in this in this household, and Karate Kid and and Goldie Han are really the two the two staples that we, we we watch those at least a couple times a week, and so I, if it's not going to be Goldie and Molly, then I have to go Mr. Miyagi here, um, because just you know again I I like to um, not be kicked out later tonight.
0: Well, it wouldn't be a two C's with a pod if you and I were to agree. Right. Exactly. I am uh, I'm we're gonna have we're gonna have to pull Joe and Dave into this discussion to oh settle this. This uh because I am uh, I'm on team Lou Brown here. Um no disrespect to Mr. Miyagi whatsoever. Um you know you know I'm a fan and he knows I'm a fan. Uh yeah. but Lou Brown is uh Lou's my guy with um you know as I as I mentioned in the last round he's he's my fourth uh because yeah. you people eliminated my first three um, so, you know, I'm, I'm going Lou, uh, Dave, what are you, uh, you team Miyagi or team Lou Brown?
1: Ooh,
2: two great leaders in their own right. Two guys that going to get you to the, to the goals that you want, but they're going to take a, you know, a couple different routes, man. Well, both of them are kind of tough love guys, right? They're both going to kind of tough love you. Um, Lou Brown is a little bit more rough around the edges where Miyagi's is polished, you know, and this is tough um leadership coaching i have to lean towards miyagi and I, I look at lou brown and i look at major league three um don't ever watch it but if you have um <laughs> i i think uh the coach taylor um the old catcher um took him to that same promised land of, of just the uh american league championship i i don't think that lou ever brought home a world series you know uh, they lost in five in the, in the world series and won so i look at it where miyagi stayed getting trophies every year miyagi ended on top and that's for those reasons there i like closers right uh, closers get coffee and, and i like to to drink a coffee <laughs> What other? That was a Starbucks prop, okay. <laughs> I, I knew this moment was going to happen. All right, uh, Miyagi for the win, for me. Yes, Joe.
0: What do you got,
3: Andy? You know, in sales, the ABCs are always be closing, and I'm I'm Team Miyagi. Uh, his uh, his uh, focus, how he presented the importance of focus and, and balance is things, life lessons that, you know, are important for all of us. And, you know, he served his country, which, you know, I have a tremendous respect for him serving this country and the, uh, the discipline of karate and, and just him mentoring this kid from New Jersey, you know, was being bullied and um, just really helped shape him, you know, be a father figure to Daniel. So, um, I got to go Miyagi
2: for the for the dub, and and just one last thing here. You know, before Coach Lou Brown, our manager Lou Brown, was with the Indians, he was a terrible coach, right? Not, he didn't have a whole lot of wins, couldn't <laughs> couldn't even get in the wild card, right? And he had, <laughs> you know, he's kind of kicked out of the league, blackballed a little bit. He's got a little checkered past. Selling
0: tires, um, man.
2: He was selling tires. Yeah, you know. you know, he was. But why was he? because right, well i wasn't no, i he wasn't uh, was successful yeah. but uh miyagi congratulations yeah wow. Luke
3: brown though i mean casey printers years ago said man how do you expect me to make chicken salad out of chicken shit?" and lou <laughs> brown did it
0: <laughs> well you no know, guys I'm, I'm gonna be i'm gonna be 100 honest with you i you know I, again i don't think we could go wrong with that final four you know, there's a compelling argument to be made for every single one of these guys. Uh, Mr. Biagi, you know, just because I prefer Lou Brown, you know, that's that's great. Um, you know, I mean, you know, if we had this to do all over again, Dave, um, you know, as we're wrapping up here in our last few minutes, um, coming into this, man, who'd you have as your champion?
2: Um that's that's a really good question there. Um because i'm looking back to this list so hometown wasn't on there so it wasn't so kevin james we're, we're saying okay all right so yeah. without kevin james okay. Nope, um, no there's there's some great candidates here you know um i thought with how we started this whole thing on my birthday party which was just absolutely crazy that we talked an hour and a half about tv coaches um <laughs> i went i would have gone kicking and screaming uh, Will Farrell. that's, that was the leader in my clubhouse. Wow. If, I, wow. if I had that, um, region of this, of this tourney, then he's coming out for me.
0: Well, you know, and as the, somebody that had that region, you know, I, I purposely assigned these regions so that I wouldn't influence too much, you know, cause I, I did, I made the brackets. Oh. So, you know, I mean, for me, I, you know, I, I don't think this is any surprise to anybody, you know, it's coach Eric Taylor me if you know that's that's where if he he was my one one you know the, the number one overall seed and you know hey you know sometimes that stuff just happens where uh you know you have a bad day and you, you get clipped. Uh Joe, who was uh who was your who was your champ coming coming into this? who who'd you have?
3: My champ coming into this was uh Coach boom So mm. that was a huge upset. Man he was bounced in the first round.
0: You and me but, both, dude. You and me both. Like, uh, I, you know, yeah. I, I would have been, I would have been totally fine if, you know, it would have been Coach Boone versus Coach Taylor and Coach Boone. You know, that would have been, I would have been fine with 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 him moving on. That wouldn't have wouldn't have bothered me in the the least. But uh, so yeah, you had Coach Boone. I, you know, I can't argue with that.
3: Yeah, dealing with the adversity of uh, parents and an entire town when the decks kind of stack against you, I would had a. Tremendous amount of respect for him. But, you know, I want to thank you for putting the uh, – you and the committee for putting this bracket together. This is a solid bracket.
0: Yeah. A well, lot, lot of help. Appreciate you guys coming in, lending your expertise and uh, your your reasons for it. Um, Matt, who did you have I'm, as uh, your, your winner listen, here?
1: The more that I um, – the more research I did, the more I lean to Molly McGrath. I just, I, I ne- know that my wife is not hearing this. She's not sending sending right here and I, she is not influencing this. Um, and me saying this in any way, no, but seriously Why is he I,
0: blinking I, like that, guys is that, right.
1: just- <laughs> <laughs> was the sign for help. There's like a sign, but no, like I, I do think, um, she, um, is just a, a, again. We we've talked all the reasons why, and the more I kind of dug into it, I just like it. It just held up for me, you know. In some ways, her performance and just her as a coach, and so yeah, I was a Molly through and through. Which I'm just thrilled she made it this far. And um, you know, I maybe next year we can see. You know,
0: well, I you know I think the the one thing that we can all agree on is that the Wildcats song is probably the best song of any sports. Yes. Movie.
1: Okay. Great example. Like if you don't love the, you know, the sport of Kings and let's, let's look at what, what, what do we know from, um, and again, this is a great song, but I got so sick of hearing ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low. Like I just, I could not hear that song anymore. When that came out. So that's for me is another great example of why I got to go Molly and and the incredible sport of Kings better than diamond rings. It
0: really is better than diamond rings. I think again, we're all in agreement on that.
1: And so are our guests. We appreciate you fellas for coming. Appreciate you guys
0: jumping on and, uh, you know, lending, lending your expertise, lending your perspective next year. We will get Sean Payton and uh, Kevin James into this field. Um, we'll, we'll do it on like real coaches, portrayals of real coaches. So I'm sure there'll be a Matthew McConaughey in there for, uh, for Marshall and we'll get, uh, Herb, uh, Herb Brooks. We'll get, get a little, uh, little, uh, miracle. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah it'll, it'll be, it'll be fun, but. Will Smith, um, uh,
2: with the, uh, <clears throat> Williams sisters.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. King Richard.
1: King Richard. Yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe you were going Kevin James again with that movie where he helped him date better, be a better dater. What was that movie? Hitch. Hitch. Will yeah, Smith.
0: I thought you meant he, he gets two. He was a coach. He gets, he gets Hitch. Yes. Being a dating coach.
1: Yes, I
0: like that. <laughs> and he gets King Richard.
1: Yeah, we can have yeah. a whole bracket of Will Smith characters. <laughs> awesome. Well, doing that, then
0: can we have, like, when Will Smith played Muhammad Ali, can we have the guy that played, um, his his corner man.
1: Right.
0: You know, I'm sure we could get Jamie fox in there too, because like, he does you know, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So all right, fellas. Hey, appreciate uh the time again. Uh we ran a little bit longer, but you know, I think I think we did great work here. Agreed. All right, boys. Good Talk work. Have a good
3: time in all Florida, AC.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Joy. All right. See you guys later. You. all right take care. Bye.